Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone, to the Millennial Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Otis L. Milton, the Mortgage Millennial, and I'm honored to be back in front of you guys. Happy Tuesday. Hope all is well. Hope everyone is doing well. Everyone is staying safe. It seems like the Rona is back after us again. So hope everyone's taking their precautions. Uh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm just happy to be back in, in one of my sanctuaries uh, here, the podcast studio, here to share with you guys today. Uh, Shouts out to my brother, Sean, August, for always uh, setting the platform and being a driving force to hold your boy accountable. So shout out to my boy. I want to start with, um, and you know, again, I'm just being overwhelmed with the amount of response that I've been getting back uh, from the podcast since we started uh, just a few months ago. It's just been it's been crazy um, how much how much positive feedback we've been getting the downloads. Um, I want to, I want to tell you guys right now that we have been streamed. Like I said, we have been streamed. The millennial mindset podcast has been streamed in over five countries in over 30 cities. So again, I'm, I'm most gracious. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for the shares, the downloads, the streams. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, it's not easy to get up here and share, but it's necessary. So again, I appreciate all, all of the energy and love that I've been getting on the podcast. Um, my mom is like a big supporter. Shouts out to you, mom, if you're listening or watching it, watch it. She's like, when you doing your little broadcast thing again? <laughs> so shouts out to my mom for supporting me. I appreciate you, mama. I love you. Um, so we're going di- to we're going to dive in. We're going to talk about some things together uh, today. Um, I have a very, very, very cool and exciting topic which is you know very near and dear to me is something that i continuously doing uh we do still have the manifestation series coming up there's just some scheduling conflicts with some of the guests uh so we're working out those but it's going to be amazing the manifestation series we're going to have some people that are going to just blow your mind and give you some real some real game about how they you know how they really started from the bottom <laughs> uh no point intended so manifestation series is coming up but today's episode is titled the value add, right? The value add, right? Adding value, uh, seeking value. So we're going we're gonna to talk about the word value because I believe uh, value um, can streamline us to a lot of different places in our life. Um, and that, that's regardless of seeking the value or adding the value. So we're going to talk about uh, some of those, you know, we're going to do our story time today um, as well. I got a really, really, really dope story uh, about someone who I help with a home loan. Um, you guys know I'm Otis L. Milton, the mortgage millennial. So that's what I do in my professional career. So we're going to we're going to share a story uh, at the end. That's I think it's very um, enlightening and it's very important because sometimes things happen that you just don't know how they happen, but, but they happen. So we're going to talk about that. So let's jump in to the value add. So um, I've mentioned this on previous podcasts before, I think uh, even in uh, my very first episode, which is the the number one downloaded and streamed episode, The Poor Mindset. Uh, thank everyone that's downloaded that episode, listened to that episode. That was, that was me in full transparency. Um, and as I talked to you guys about how I, uh, you know, elevated from a poor mindset, um, into, you know, into an abundant mindset. And I don't mean that I have that abundant mindset every day. I'm a work in progress. Um, there are times when those, those poor traits and mindsets start to creep back in, uh, when things, you know, get bleak or 
you know, you're faced with some adversity, but uh, you know, the one thing we do is we're going to continue to fight through it and build through it and elevate through the mindset. So I mentioned value in a few episodes because I believe it's important in a lot of different ways um, and how it can truly streamline us. So let's look at value. Like what is value? I mean, we hear it all the time. You know, they got the great value brand, Estate of Brothers or Food for Less value, right? We think of value. We think of you gaining something, right? I want to get something that's valuable. Um, it could be a, a item, right? It could be something tangible. It could be something that's intangible. It could be a service. It could be a lot of different things that whatever you determine to be value, um, super, super, super important. I want to look at uh, real quick um, the dictionary version, the di- the definition of value uh and it reads uh the regard of something to be held to deserve the importance worth or usefulness of something right that seems broad but this is um it's actually very detailed uh if you just listen to the definition of value right so first i want to look at it from the point of the searching of value so obviously this is a millennial mindset podcast that we've talked about this um, in other episodes that us millennials are the, <laughs> are the value searchers. We searching for value all the time. Um, okay. I'm booking a flight. So I need to, I'm scrolling through different, web, <laughs> different airlines. I'm going here. I'm going there. Where can I get the value? Where can I get the most bang for my buck? Right. We're, we are coined that. I think that it does cross generational lines, but we by and large, are the value seekers. We're trying to find out where can we get the most bang for our buck, the most opportunity, I mean, the most back for what we enter. The bad part about it is sometimes we don't want to give as much as we want to get back, but that's a story for another time. What I want to challenge us to do today is not only search for value, but seek to be valuable. Right. This is when the mindset begins to change and you start to elevate from a scarcity mindset place into an abundant place. And you can really, you know, make yourself irreplaceable if you have the value that people need. If you can solve a problem within the marketplace, you become extremely valuable. So that's what we're going to talk about is not only searching for value, but seeking to be valuable to something, someone um so that's what we're going to talk about. So we got the definition of what value is. And we know that's something we want. We know we personally want value, right? But have you thought about how valuable are you? Or what skill sets do you have that are valuable? Um, these were questions that I had to ask myself as, as I went on my journey within my career in real estate. Um, you've heard it, you know, you hear it and it sounds like it's a cliche term, like, be valuable. What does that mean? I need a check. <laughs> um, and you get so caught up in the hustle and bustle and the grind of whatever it is you're trying to do and you're seeking value, but you're not seeking to add it. You're just trying to get it back. And so, uh, I had to look in, in the mirror and, and be real with myself and say, well, what value do you have Otis? What makes you important why do they need you the internet's there you got google university youtube university i mean there's tons of information why 
do they need you? What value do you offer? I want their business, but what I, what can I give them in return? Right? Harsh reality. Right? <laughs> I had to realize that I didn't have enough value to give, although I wanted an abundance of value back. Right? So this is when the work's got to be done. Like I said in that first episode, and I've said it, we've said it across you know, across the episodes is that you got to be able to return that value. You got to be able to give something back. Right. And so as I elevate, I realize that, thank geez, I got some valuable people around me. What value am I offering back to them? Right. So this is when the work begins. So for me, that was, you know, my, my industry and field was real estate. So it was like, okay, how can I be more valuable in real estate? Well, first I should understand the market properly. I should do some homework. I should, you know, figure out how to speak to people about what they want to talk about, right? In this terms is real estate. How can I be valuable? All right. How can I learn new programs, learn about new ways of structuring deals, learn about what the market is doing, where the market is headed, trends, so on and so forth. You can't substitute the work because if you don't do the work, you don't have value to bring. And you always on the opposite end of the stick, searching, 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 but not ever being able to give. So that was my that was my story. So I, I had to start learning how to be more valuable, um, especially in a time where you can get anything at, the, at your fingertips. Why do they need you as a person? And so got down. I woke up every day and I started to read different things about my industry. Every morning after my prayer meditation, I was reading something about real estate or something about mortgages or something about just the industry in total. So I became more valuable slowly but surely so I could have conversations. I can people ask questions. I'm like, oh, I know that because I I've done the work I've done. I've done the value adding work as you continue to add value and whatever it is you're doing. Now you become an expert. Right. So. I could take my brother, Sean, for example, bruh has been pouring into music for years, right? I mean, just real hard work, doing the work when nobody paying attention, when nobody don't care about it. He was doing the work. Now he's extremely valuable when it comes to that piece. So his phone rings, Right. Me, I want to. I, I need to do some audio. I need to do some visual. I got someone who's valuable to me now, because he's already done the work. So Sean hits me and say, "Hey, man, one of my boys is want to buy real estate. I've added value. I'm value. I'm bringing something also to the table, right? So when you talk about value, it has to be mutual in these relationships. If you want to get it back, you got to be able to give it. You can't stand there with your hand out all the time." You got to be ready to give it back. And this is going to tie into a life and a mindset of service, right? Of being of service, of being of value. You can never lose giving. I promise you, you can never lose giving. You always give more. You'll get it back, right? Um, but the, your heart's got to be in that at the same time. So we'll we'll jump into that. So I I, I challenge you. Right. So if you're listening right now or if you're watching right now, hey, Dr. Class, um, ask yourself this because maybe you don't know what it is and because not everybody has this answer figured out. 
what skills or traits do I have that could add value to what I do? Right? If you communicate well, that's value. How can I how can I implement that into what I do? Oh, you know how to work a camera. That's valuable. How can I add that into what I do? Ask yourself what skills or traits. And then let's say you look, uh, I don't know if I have any real valuable traits and skills. So then the next step is to ask yourself, well, what am I interested in? What do I what would I want to be a part of? What type of circles do I want to be a part of? Right? I can tell you guys this. I put in the work to add value to be a businessman. So now my friends calling me for business, not even just real estate related. They're like, oh, understands business now. That's value. They see me do the work. They see me go through it for years and not not turn in the towel. So they could call me and say, oh, I got this contract. I, I don't know what to do. What should I? OK, cool. I don't I don't know that answer. But look, I know somebody. I don't know this, but I know somebody I become valuable. I've built relationships over time. Understand that every person, every opportunity that you have, that's an opportunity for you to add value or to get value back. It's an exchange and it's got to be a constant, constant exchange of time back and forth. So once you ask yourself those questions, then you now you have your your marching order, right? You have your your plan of action of what to do to move forward to add value. So. For me, I started to seek out how can I add value in every one of my relationships, whether it's personal, whether it's uh, romantic, whatever type of relationship with my children, with my family, right, with my boys, with my friends, whoever. How can I be valuable to them? Right. Often my value is in my experience. I've I've been through some things, (laughs) I didn't seen a lot. I've I've spent time in a business where most of the folks in my age range, in my in my generation, the millennial generation, they don't have the acumen of business or understanding of real estate that I do because I've been doing this. Value, <laughs> value, right? Uh, we are in a time where everyone's concerned about. The future and AI and how can I, you know, state my claim when I, I was at a spot in the airport the other day and they had the, mach- the the electric machine flipping the hamburgers over and a whole machine what you put in on the screen and it pushed out the drink to you that you ordered. You wanted a Sprite, it filled up the cup with ice and Sprite and pushed it out to you. Like, how can I not be replaced? Value is how you cannot be replaced, right? So for me, I know for a fact with the time, energy, effort and that I put into my craft that I can't be out algorithmed, right? My value in building relationships and being relatable to people and understanding where they come from and listening to them is valuable. The computer can't listen to their feelings or how they're feeling or what they're going through. It doesn't do that, right? It can compute some, you know, some answers, but it can't say, man, I know you're going through it right now. You know, let's talk about it. Let's pray about it. That's that's value. That's 
this is where you have to look at how to state your own claim, right? How to not only seek it, but seek to give it, right? And in return, you have an abundance, right? If you look at, I mean, just some of our our, our greatest philanthropists within our country, uh, they've made a lot from giving, and they continue to have it because they're constantly giving. You can get more as you give more, right? So this is what we're talking about today, the value add on how to get you to add more value. So what we're going to do right now, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back. I got some more pieces that I want to add because I really want us to leave this session more valuable than we came. So I'm going to take a quick break and I'll be right back with you again. This is the Millennial Mindset Podcast, Episode 7, The Value Add. Back. We are back. We are back again. This is Otis Milton, the Mortgage Millennial. This is the Millennial Mindset Podcast, Episode 7, The Value Add. While we were on break, we got a question, a live question that uh, I want to address because it actually kind of ties into the next topic uh, that we were you know, we were transitioning into. Um, and the question uh, comes in and it says, what happens when you're depleted? Right. And I'm glad I'm glad someone asked that question, because that means that means a lot, because, listen, we get tired. You know, you get tired and you get weary uh, just from the hustle and bustle of life. Right. The hustle and bustle of continuing to add value. And sometimes it's not being reciprocated or you don't feel like there's an outlet for you to get that value back. So it's very easy, easy to get depleted. And so that's why there's, there has to be, if you set out on this journey uh, to become more valuable, uh, there has to be at the same time, a, a simultaneously commitment to being constantly being better. Cause you're going, you can run out of the value. You can hit a limit, right? You can hit a wall where, your expertise only takes you so far, right? This is why I always, you you guys will hear me say often that um, nothing can substitute experience. You have to do it. Like you have to go through it, right? So if you run into that place where you're feeling depleted or you're feeling like, this is just too much, people sucking me dry, that's time for you to step back. You either hit the books or you, you know, you do what you do in terms of your grind to get rejuvenated, to get refilled with new value, with new values, right? So, and when I say value, I want you guys to understand it can come in many shapes, forms, any many different types of ways, right? You can add value by simply exhibiting confidence to a partner or a friend or a homie or a homegirl, whatever the case may be, a cousin, whatever, by just giving confidence. Right. I can tell you for me personally, like some of the some of my friends and people that that I'm around, they inspire me just by their own actions. You know, and I tell them that often they probably like he's so emotional, but in real life. Them doing the work and me seeing them do the work, little do they know it's adding value to me because it inspires me. Inspiration is not just given freely. Right. So if you find connections or with people who just off their sheer work inspires you that's value right so um 
And we're going to talk about some of this a lot when we go through the manifestation series and we bring in some of the guests because every guest that I'm going to bring in for the manifestation series um, has inspired me personally. Um, and not just in terms of my industry or what I do uh, in, in real estate and mortgage, but in general, they've added value to me by inspiring me, right? I can use Sean as, as an example because he, he's here in the studio with me. Like, bro's worth ethic inspires me right like he makes me feel lazy sometimes right because i see i see the grind you know what i mean this cat is up he's working he's moving i come in here he's got new goals you know what i mean like the conversation that i have with him i find valuable because it breeds inspiration in me so i could take that and have the next conversation with the next friend or the next homie whatever case may be but when I say add value, it doesn't, I'm not meaning it necessarily has to be tangible. You don't got to give everybody a t-shirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? But look to pour into somebody in any way, shape, form or possible, even if it's the sheer positivity in the conversation, right? Because you don't know, we never know what somebody else is going through. And that little bit of value that you add to them can make the world of a difference, right? So great, great question dr class i'm glad you add that but if you ever got if you guys are ever feeling that i'm just exhausted this is too much especially if you come from situations where you might be the black sheep you might be the only friend that got it figured out you might be the only family member that figured it out and you're trying to get it and it just seems like it's a lot it's perfectly fine to step back take a deep breath learn some new skills get yourself together because you can't be valuable if you're depleted you can't be Right. So remember to pour into yourself first, add the value to yourself, and then you're able to reciprocate that back to your friends, loved ones, and just to the world and your community in whole. So awesome question. Um, I'm glad you add that. Now, as I said that, let's let's still talk about the uh the consistent energy to want to add more. Right. Cause I think once you once you get a little, you have a little bit of success, right? Um, you get, you've learned some things. You're like, oh my god, I, I'm doing good. I got some momentum. Um, let me be the first to tell you that something's going to knock you down, right? Once that momentum gets rolling, there'll be something to stop you. There will be multitude of things that can happen, right? That's why when I say the word value, it's constant. It's not something that you just reach a point where it's like, I got all the value now and I'm good. I don't need, I don't need to give it to anybody. I don't need to give it to everybody. I got everything I want. That's doesn't happen. Right. You're never going to reach that point. So there's gotta be a constant need to say, okay, I'm good. This is good. I celebrate yourself where you are. Right. Remember to give yourself good energy, a pat on the back, but not to a point where you get stagnated and you forget to add more to you. So that you can add more to others, right? So I'll tell you guys real quick. I was just prior to being here in the studio, I just met with uh with a new partner, right? We just gained a new partnership. Um, and we had a conversation, and at the end of the conversation, she said, I'm so glad we had this meeting because you added some value to me. You taught me some things I didn't know. Right? So I showed up to a meeting. Not just for personal gain, but I knew I had some stuff that could help her in her business. 
right? So now she's appreciative. If we never do business together, she's going to be like, oh, this added value to me. That's more important to me. I'm I'm her person now. I'm her guy. So anytime anybody mentions real estate or mortgage or any of that, who do you think she's going to think about? The person who added value to her life and her business over a cup of coffee, right? That simple. It's a constant need for A, for me to get better. And I know the way I get better is through my experiences. I can pour that into somebody else. Constant need. Make sure y'all note that down to be better. Now, the last part I want to delve into a little bit more, I mentioned adding value in all of your endeavors, right? Again, we know to seek it. We, I mean, it's normal, right? If you're going to go out to dinner, you're going to look at the Yelp reviews. You're going to look at all these different things. I don't know. The, they say the plates are hundred dollars. I don't know if it's worth it. I don't know if it's valuable, but if someone says, Hey man, you got to go to this place, man, the service is top notch. The food is great. You may not even so much look at what anything costs because the value has already been delivered to you through word of mouth, someone you to trust. So you go do it. We all do that, right? So we're going to talk about adding value in every part of your life. So let's start with the business cycle, the work cycle of adding value. Um, let's talk about some ways you can. Number one way, and this is one of my number one ways that I've done it and continue to do it, is I continue to be resourceful to to my people, right? So like I mentioned earlier, if somebody needs something and it almost has anything to do with real estate or business, like my phone rings for that. But because when they call me and they're like, oh, I need somebody to look at, uh, you know, I, I got a property and I, I need a property manager. Oh, I know somebody. Okay, well, I was thinking about, oh, I need a, I need somebody to inspect my, my toilet. Oh, I have someone for that. Number one way to add value is to be resourceful, right? How do you become resourceful? You can network, get out, get to meet new people and give them something back, right? So that you that they can feel like this is a reciprocal relationship, right? Um, the next part that you can do when we're talking about adding value, especially in terms of the workplace or the business side uh, for all my entrepreneurs and business owners um, that are tapped in, the willingness to do whatever it takes to win. That's valuable. You, Everybody needs somebody on their team that's like, yeah, we up against a lot, but let's go. That can't be undermined or undervalued to have people that are like, okay, well, we don't know the answer, but let's figure out how to get to the answer. Let's do it together. I have people like that. I can call and be like, well, I don't know, oh, but let's see. Valuable. When someone calls me and I don't have the answer, I don't know, but I know somebody. Let me call them. Valuable, right? And the other part that I wanted to add to this part, especially in the business part, because it's 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 very easy to to get caught up in hustle and bustle, is, and I can't reiterate this part enough, is to be a student. To be a student at all times, even if you're the quote unquote expert. I I I, coin, I look at myself as an expert in the field of real estate, I'm still learning every day. I still chalk out time to learn my craft. 
to learn what changes are coming, what's happening. That's important. I'm always a student, even though I'm an expert. That's valuable. That's why the phone rings. That's before I walked in here. I just got a message from one of my real estate partners. She's asking me a question that, quote unquote, didn't have anything to do with me. But she knows I know that I'm a good person to know. I I might know the answer because I've come through for her with the right answer a lot of times. Right. I'm a student. I'm an expert. And she knows if I if I have the answer, I'm gonna give it to her. If not, I'm gonna help her get it. Super, super, super important as we talk about the value add. So that's the business side of it. Those are some some key places you can start with adding value on that side. Now, let's talk about adding value from a relationship standpoint, Um, romantic relationship, friendship, you know, some type of business relationship. Um, something where it's it's bigger than just a transaction that happened, right? Some type of real relationship and how you can add value to that. Uh, one of the number one ways, and I've had to learn this the hard way, is uh, support. It's just supporting someone can be valuable. Like it's hard to do stuff in the world. Like it's hard to get up and start building something from nothing. But you know what's valuable is when you have a homeboy like Sean, it's like, oh, do it. Man, do that. Start tomorrow. That's valuable. Just support. That You seem like, you know, maybe you don't have money to add to it, but I can add support, bro. You should do that. Matter of fact, come to my spot and do it. I got you. That's valuable. Add support. In a relationship, you know, your girl... She's been wanting to be, she's been wanting to be the, uh, the, 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 what do they call them? The lash girl for forever, right? Support her. That's valuable to her because her mind is probably telling her, girl, it's a 90,000 girls out there doing lashes. Why you? But if she has that support from her partner or her friend or cousin or mother or whoever, that's value. People need that, right? Simple things like support. The other thing is to motivate, right? To motivate is valuable, right? I can't tell you how valuable it is. Let's let's look at uh, let's use ET. You guys, some of you guys may have heard of Eric Thomas before. He's top two, three motivational speakers in the country, right? Um, if you don't know some of ET's story, the gentleman came from super rough, rough beginnings, homeless, all types of things. Wife had a extreme illness but he's a master motivator right he started by motivating himself to pull pull himself up out of his lifestyle uh which he grew up in from homelessness to being one of the wealthiest uh speakers and motivational speakers in the country right when i say his motivation is valuable i mean he's a multimillionaire from giving motivation how valuable that is. He speaks to NFL teams, NBA teams, private colleges, anybody, right? My organization tried to get Eric Thomas for an event and it was <laughs> it was beyond our price point. His motivation is that valuable that people pay thousands, tens of thousands of dollars for him to come speak, motivate them. They spend the money. It's valuable. They see the return in it. It's happened, right? So these... Are some simple things you could do 
to add value. And the last one I want to add is skills, right? So often in a, in a relationship, sometimes you may have skill set that I don't have or vice versa. Let's share those skills, right? I may have a business acumen. That's my skill. I can, I can talk about business. I can understand contracts. I can communicate and negotiate. Those are my skills. But you know what I'm like really bad at? It's like writing and formulating and <laughs> punctuation and things of that sort, right? So if my spouse adds that, that's valuable to me. That's adding value within the relationship. I cannot tell you guys how important that is. I hope, pray that you guys have, uh, I have driven in the term value today, that you have learned some ways that you can personally add value to yourself and to others, right? That you would today not only seek value, but you would seek to add value. Um, this is, this is near and dear to my heart. It's something that I'm constantly, constantly working on. And I hope that you guys will take something from this, uh, and begin to add value in your life and everyone's life around you. Um, we're going to segue real quick to story time. Um, this one is super, super, they're all special, but this one's super special because they're actually my family member, um, that I helped out. So I want to tell this story. It's a really, really dope story. Um, how we got creative and, and made something happen. So quick story. We'll start last year, pre pandemic, February, 2020. I got a call from a family member. Um, the first family member who's actually used me for a real estate transaction. Appreciate you. I love you. Um, cause you know, sometimes they got to see that you really doing it. How serious are you about that real estate thing that you do? I've been doing it for some, for some time. And so I got the call from a family member and, um, like, Hey man, we're, you know, living situation is scarce. We're going to have to be out of where we are. And I think at that time they had like 42 days before they had to be out of the place that they were currently in. I'm like, cool. Let's, let's set up a call later on. Let's figure it out. So we mapped out a plan. So this is the plan that we did. So they didn't have a whole bunch of money saved up, but, uh, my cousin-in-law had a 401k from his job. So I'm looking at their situation. So not only am I, am I a loan officer, a mortgage banker, I, I, I like to consider myself a debt manager because I don't want to help my clients just get the house. I want to A, make sure they get the house and keep the house. And B, I want to make sure that it's sustainable, that I put them in the best possible situation that they could be in, right? Um, advise them. I'm not a transactional real estate professional, okay? So we sit down, we look at situations. They had quite a bit. Now they can afford it, quote unquote, but they were throwing a lot of money away on interest on credit cards. They had quite a bit of credit cards with balances on them. So I said, call me tomorrow. I'm going to come up with something for you guys. So got my mind going, got creative. And I said, hmm, they called me back and said, this is, what, this is what I think we should do. I think it will set you guys up for the best possible situation. They have two young children. So we want to keep as much money in the house as possible. So I said, we're going to use that 401k to help with their down payment closing costs. I said, I got a better idea. How about we use that 401k and we pay off some of that debt that you have, get rid of those payments per month, and then 
I'm signed up with a down payment assistance program that can help offset some of that other cost that you have for your down payment and closing costs and still get you into the property. They're like, cool, whatever you say, oh, we just need to get the house <laughs> in, a, in a month. So what we did was we took that money from 401k, paid off the debts. We utilized the down payment assistance program, got them into the property. They moved out like four days before they had to go. Congratulations. That's the beginning of the story, but that's not the end of the story. Fast forward, February 2020, BC, before COVID, to now, right? So now we, uh, this is, we just hit August, but we just did this transaction in July. Fast forward, family reaches out to me. They're like, oh man, we, we see some properties in our in our community that sold for like substantially more than what we bought. I say, oh, cool. Let me check it out. So I look at the property, I look at the interest rates. I said, oh man, we can lower this rate and we can pay off that second down payment assistance loan that you guys got. So I set it all up and I'm here to tell you guys today, not only did my fan buy the house last year and paid off all the debt, so they moved in debt free. Fast forward a year and some change later, we just did a refinance for them, lowered their interest rates by two percentage points. Save them about another $350 per month in mortgage payment with a $0 out of pocket. They didn't spend a single dollar out of their pocket to make that deal happen. So now they own a home with equity with no debt. I clap for myself. <laughs> That's a big deal. So, I, I, you know, at the end of the podcast, we always do the story time because it, it makes things real, right? Makes them tangible. Everybody's situation is different. Don't think that just because your situation may look a little more scarce that, you know, home ownership isn't possible. So be, be, be valuable, right? I, I again, I, I'm going to continue to be valuable to myself, to my clientele, to my business, to all my relationships, all my friendships. I encourage you to do the same. Um, shout out to my family on the refinance uh, for lowering the mortgage payment for trusting in me, uh, being the first family member to take that leap. So I appreciate you guys from the bottom of my heart. Um, again, manifestation series is coming up. Uh, I should, I don't know if I'm going to announce who I'm going to have on first cause I kind of want it to be a surprise. Um, but it, it'll be a really good series that we're going to have coming up. Uh, just working out the kinks with schedules. So that should be, that will be coming very, very, very soon. Uh, with that being said, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Millennial Mindset Podcast. Shouts out to my brother, Sean August, for being the man, uh, continuing to push me and strive you know, to be greater. So appreciate my brother. Appreciate all of the listeners. Please like, share, comment, do whatever you can to help this podcast and this platform grow. Um, you know, with that, you know, my motto, with that being said, till next time, one love. <laughs>